The views expressed on the patient's perspective come directly from patients, so they are not intended to diagnose, treat, or replace professional medical advice. Information coming from the patient's perspective is for entertainment and educational purposes only. So if you have any health concerns regarding yourself or anyone else, please see a physician. The Patient's Perspective is a podcast created by patients for patients and does not focus on any specific disease or condition. Content may make you laugh, cry, and question your moral beliefs surrounding healthcare and the many issues patients run into while in the system. Finally, the most important point of view is cast into the light. The Patient's Perspective. On today's episode of The Patient's Perspective, Thriving Thursdays, Jess and I discuss how our last challenge went. Hi, everyone. So I'm sitting here with Jess, and last last time we had um, done a Thriving Thursday, we had pulled a new challenge out from the, well, it's my drawer right now, but... (laughs) (laughs) and we had chosen to sit down for five minutes at a time at least three times a week with our hands sorry my voice is all weird right now with our hand do do you want to you take it away Jess for some reason my voice (laughs) is working I don't I don't remember like verbatim what it was but I believe it was to take you know for three days during the week take five minutes place your hand over your heart and feeling it breathe or feeling it beat and feeling your breath so a sort of grounding five minute grounding meditation or just pause we don't even have to call it a meditation um because i think that throws a lot of people for a loop in not understanding what a meditation is but it is it's super basic there you can make it as complicated as you want it to be or it can be just as simple as hey i find myself on the couch right now maybe i should take just five minutes and put my hand over my heart and just breathe and that diaphragmic breathing, right? Like breathing from the bottom of the lung and really filling it up. So uh, I, the most significant moment for me to do, in doing this was I, I went out for a hike. So I went up what's called uh, Prairie Mountain. Um, it's quite often used, a lot of people use it to train for much bigger objectives because it's steep. Um, it's about about 670 meters of elevation gain and you get the elevation all right at the start. So it's a leg burner. And I, I found myself having to stop quite often because it was, I'm trying to like catch my breath. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know 
if it's just because I'm an overachiever, but I was like, I am not going to stop. I want to keep going. So my stop time was bare, like bare minimum. Um, reaching the summit is great as always. Uh, and I decided to, instead of come back down the way I went up and try to avoid some of that steepness, I took the Prairie Creek Trail going back down. And it's also known as the knee saver because it's not as steep. Oh. You get a bit more <laughs> of a gradual decline. So I was like, yeah, this I'm doing this. And I've done this trail a couple of times. So I, I knew what to expect. And we got, or we, I was by myself. I did meet other people on the trail, of course. I always do. And I'm one of those people I say hello to everyone I meet. You know, it's so I uh, I caught up to these two ladies. They're both in their 60s or one of them was just turning 60 this year and the other one was over 60. I, I believe she said she was 68 and it it was awe inspiring to me because it's like you're like in your 60s and you're doing this this is amazing like to me it's always such a big deal you know to watch all these other people so we hiked part of the trail together had some really good conversation and then we kind of parted ways and i came up to this field of dandelion flowers and i was like now is a good time for me to like sit and pause right so I laid in the field of dandelions with bees just humming all around me. But it was such a good moment to just lay back and do this challenge. So, you know, yeah, like I only took a couple of minutes again, but it was really focused on grounding myself with nature and to keep myself from like jumping up because I don't like bees. Something buzzes around me, like I, I my instinct is get up, run, because yeah. <laughs> I was stuck as a kid, right? So, and that never leaves you. Once you've been through like a major bee attack, <laughs> it never goes away. That stays with you. So every time you hear like a buzz, it's like automatic. Okay, self-preservation, where am I? And where is this buzzing creature? Because I don't want it anywhere near me. Mm -hmm. So it took a lot of focus for me to just lay there and be okay. Cause I knew I wasn't gonna get stung. These are like, they're bumblebees. That's not their jam, you know? They're not asshole with wings, AKA wasps. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I laid there, had my, my hand on my chest over my heart and I just did some really focused breathing and the calmness that I felt was unlike the calmness that I got out of this, just sitting at home. Being in nature for me is the most grounding and uplifting experience that I think anyone can have. Um, so that, that was the most significant moment of me doing the challenge. And I, for the second time, it was just sitting on my couch. Like there was a bunch of construction happening, happening outside my building on the front end of my building and they were ripping up the road. So it was super loud and it smelt to high heaven. Like it's just such a nasty smell. And, but I did, I used that moment, like the minute I started feeling disgruntled about it, I went, I'm going to sit and do my challenge. So I just sat on the couch again, hand over the heart and doing the diaphragmic breathing. 
Um, and it just made it so that I wasn't as focused on what was happening outside, but I was more focused on just being with myself. Um, and that just gives you a lot of clarity in, a, in so many ways. Um, the third time was actually last night. Um, after going to the gym and getting my workout in, biking about seven kilometers to go see my brother, um, hanging out with, with him is always so nice because he's been away. So, you know, that relationship is really important to me. And so once he took me home, again, sitting on the couch, I just sat and did that challenge of having my hand over my heart and breathing and I just I felt so much love that that was it wasn't just that I felt love for myself but I felt loved by my brother and his family you know like that just was so nice so nice so so yeah that's that was my three moments of doing the challenge um I, I want to try and keep this up I think uh, if I can, I'd like to try and do it on a daily basis. Yeah, uh, I think, or, or, or you mean just this challenge alone, like doing the grounding part, you'd like to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I feel like we need more of that in our lives, generally speaking. Um, I know I certainly need it. I'm very sensitive to energies. So lately that energies around me have just been really heavy and there's a lot of other thoughts going on that are just really making me feel defensive. So, you know, sitting and doing this has sort of alleviated some of that frustration, you know, but it's also giving me that clarity and time to just observe the thoughts rather than getting tied up in them. Okay. Well, for myself, I, I only ended up doing it twice. Um, in my defense, <laughs> the first couple of days, I actually, um, forgot and it was mostly due to, and I'm sure lots of, um, other parents out there can, um, attest to this. Once the kids are done school, like all hell breaks loose in terms of your schedule, right? I've been falling asleep at weird times now, like th throughout the day, or like one time I fell asleep at like 11, I woke up at two and realized that like um, one of my kids was still awake because he was in the basement. Normally I take everything away by about, you know, even on holidays around 12, 1230 um, and shut everything down, but I had fallen asleep past then. So pardon me so you know he got a little bit of extra television that day and then of course the dog wakes up at eight o'clock in the morning he like doesn't doesn't change the fact that he has to pee <laughs> so oh, just yeah. a really weird schedule lately so I actually forgot because like you almost like what day is it like like it's like that's kind of the feeling that I've been getting the last couple of days here oh gosh yeah no doubt I can yeah. just imagine like not having kids myself but knowing lots of people who do once the kids are out of school your whole schedule changes right yeah. like it's 
So kudos to you for like figure like going in and figuring that out again. I think that yeah, that would be time consuming and energy use. Is, yes. Yeah. So it, I don't it's, blame been, you. it's been interesting because the schedule has just gone completely out the window. Um, which will get better once we go on on actual holidays, uh, because then obviously you're traveling and all that sort of stuff, right? So then you kind of get back on a schedule, but when you're just kicking around at home, you know, the time gets lost. Yeah. Um, so I did it twice, and my the, the time that I did it that was probably the most beneficial for myself was when I, when I finally remembered that I was supposed to be doing it, <laughs> I was relaxing in a bath and it was probably late at night. It was probably like 10 o'clock at night. And I finally managed to get myself into, into a bath and I'm in this bath and I remembered that I'm supposed to be doing this. So what I really liked about that experience was that I was weightless, you know, um, that really added to the whole sensation of it all, I think, and the relaxation. So I actually would recommend that to people, uh, if you can, to do it like in a relaxing bath. Or like you said, the, the second time I did it was in nature. I was out walking the dog and then just sat on a bench and, you know, um, uh, you know, you do kind of peek around to see if there's people around because <laughs> they might wonder what you're doing so so I I did it um you know while sitting with the dog after he had been walking for a little while and you get to hear the birds and and again it was the birds chirping and singing that made me think again about you know this would probably be a great time to to do that challenge um so those are the two times that I uh, that I managed to be successful in doing it. But my favorite was definitely the bath. And it was just because you're relaxing already. You potentially could have music on if you wanted. Um, but I don't even know if you want music on because the whole point is to kind of clear your thoughts and and all that, right? Um, but the weightlessness really impacted the whole um situation in terms of just relaxation and feeling just calmer and like you're one with with you know your maker or or nature or whatnot right yeah. so I yeah, know those were the two times that I did it so that's awesome yeah I would definitely concur with doing it during a bath you know like or even just sitting near water um, I am of the belief that water is a very spiritual element. And I think part of that is because it can be so relaxing. I mean, there is a reason they have like float units for people. Um, so I mean, if, if you feel so inclined, you know, seeking that out and, and paying for that opportunity, I think is really interesting. I, I did do it once and it was it was quite intense, actually. It surprised me. So, but even just to do it in your bathtub, fill up that tub and, you know, relaxing. I know, I think for women, we use that a, a whole lot more, but I know that there's men out there that will do the same. They find a bath just to be relaxing. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's, yeah, hugely beneficial. That reminds me, I got to clean my tub, man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, now it's, I want a bath. 
especially when you have like any kind of chronic pain like my legs and stuff because <clears throat> of the swelling and I actually on my list this year is to finally get my ankles checked because my um ankle ankles for probably about five years now um one almost bruises like there's a line where it bruises and I was found to have really laxed ankles so I don't know if I twisted both of them is, is it from the swelling that I had for years and that I still have in my lower legs but my ankles I know are just absolutely um destroyed at this point in time and I probably need surgery especially because one literally bruises now just from walking and they look at that mm. that line that crease where the ankle is so um you know, for me, baths are a way to get rid of pain, which helps in that grounding, I think, because it's hard to concentrate on grounding if you have physical pain. Um, you know, so the bath I found helps with that, right? It helps yeah. you to concentrate more. Yeah, exactly. Like, because I mean, our bodies when we're in pain, it is hugely distracting, hugely distracting. So finding ways to maybe not completely alleviate the pain, but if you can, like kudos to you, that's amazing. But even just to take the edge off the pain and then, mm -hmm. you know, pra and practicing doing this challenge and, you know, having your hand over your heart and breathing. Um, I think that that's also a really great pain management tool, you know, like to ground and, you know, try to train your mind to focus away from the pain and just in just a few moments, right? Like you don't have to do it for long, but it, I feel like that also gives, it gives you a sense of having control over the pain to some degree, you know? Um, and I think, I mean, I know for me, feeling like I have control over the pain uh, is is huge because otherwise I feel like I just get caught up in being miserable. Mm -hmm. So this is a great way to just train the mind to focus away from the pain and not let it consume you, mm -hmm. um, even though it's it, it, it is hugely challenging. But I think over time, the more that you do this sort of practice, it you'll you'll start to notice beneficial effects. I know I certainly did. Uh, that was one of the ways I had to deal with the pain that the multiple sclerosis, sclerosis was bothering me. So there's a lot of different benefits to doing these types of things. Mm -hmm. No, and I think I agree with you with the fact that I'm going to try to um, incorporate it into more of my weekly um, I probably won't be able to do it daily, but my weekly uh, routine, right? Yeah, and I don't think, you know, like, don't hold yourself to a schedule on it. But like you said, having the moment of, you know, the birds are singing, this is a perfect time for me to do this, you mm -hmm. know, having those thoughts alone and using those thoughts as a cue to do this, I think is like amazing. Uh, because I, I know, if, even for myself, like hearing the pretty birds chirp, like I'm not talking magpies and crows and ravens, those guys are annoying. Uh, but the sing song birds, you know, like for me, it's an automatic cue. It's just like my body automatically relaxes and it's like, oh, that sounds so pretty. And that's a, that's a really good cue to like, I should sit and really focus on my heart and my breath. So that's, I think a great way to do that. Yep. Awesome. Well, 
listeners out there, we hope that uh, some of you have joined in and uh, followed along on this challenge. And other than that, we hope that you have a great and wonderful rest of your day. Bye for now. I'm so happy you were able to join in and listen to us today. If you have an episode idea or would like to share your story, please email me at info at thepatientsperspective.com or join our Facebook page under the same name. From all of us who are working hard bringing patient issues to light, thank you for tuning in and supporting The Patient's Perspective. 